The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in frigid Salem, New Hampshire. (laughs) It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. I don't know if you actually. Hi. I didn't know if you're going to get that whole line out. It's been so cold. You've been actually chattering all day long. Guy calls me, calls me from the road, right? Delivering mail, obviously, and he's just like. Because electric hand, electric uh, chargeable hand warmers. He's still done. He's got an ass. He's got a, an ass warmer. I think. <laughs> Thermocell heat packs, baby. <laughs> what the heck? It is cold AF yep. up here. All right. I, th- I think we hit a high around eleven. Actually, at about two thirty this afternoon. I have proof. We hit twelve today. We hit twelve. Okay. Mm. We hit twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Um, and, uh, yeah, the in-laws came down this past weekend, um, and, uh, my mother-in-law really wanted, well, both of them, but really my mother-in-law more wanted a brisket. And it was really still cold on, on, uh, Saturday morning <laughs> at four o'clock when I got up to heat up the, wait till, uh, wait till this Saturday. the back line. It's going to be freezing this Saturday. It's gonna Even be more. It's supposed to be worse than today. I can't, I mean, really? that have to be negative digits. Yes. Like well, there already was a negative wind chill today. Yeah, but we're not meteorologists, so let's no. not talk about the weather all day. But let's get into. No, we can't get to that part yet. We no, we got to do the other part. Yet. Don't spoil. Let's it. get into what t- who is who. Today's episode is brought to you yeah. by, as always, not just my favorite uncle, but he's your favorite uncle too. Have you ever wondered why no one's going to your barbecues, but they're going to this guy's barbecue? That's right. Because he's using everyone's favorite uncle's rub. Uncle Steve's Shake. And that means one thing, Chrissy. You better get you some right Damn now. Damn straight, you better. Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade. Uses the finest ingredients. I didn't mean to break the set. Yeah, please don't. You, you break it, you bought it. It comes in 12 amazing flavors, including the dessert shake. The South Texas Red. The smoke bomb. The smoke bomb, which just seems to layer well with everything. If you can eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If you have any shake question, Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. He'll walk you through all your shake needs. It's really him answering the phone. He answers the phone when he you does. call him. It's oh, time don't to do that. He does. It's time to take your backyard barbecue game to that next level. And your competition game with Uncle Steve's shake. Shake some on everything. And you know what? Why not? What did he do? I looked away. He got close enough that he was coming through his microphone and mine. So it was really throwing it off in my head. (laughs) (laughs) This episode also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether we're barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends at Mm TwoGuysCigars.com. Today we are smoking the Garofalo La Familia. Yes, we are. Delicious. Sun grown. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Oh, yeah. Also brought to you by, right here, baby, Backline Fabrication, Backline Smokers, out of Austin, Texas, Mr. Ryan Newland. 
pumping out some of the best one-off custom pits, live fire devices like the multi-tool, plancha, charcoal grill. You can rotisserie the top. You can hang meat. Phenomenal device. No two pits look the same, and the possibilities are endless. Yeah, he's a one-man shop. Yes, he is. His hands touch every square inch of fabrication on his pits, on his builds, competition pits. You can't say that for some of the large guys out there. He puts all his love into it. I can't say enough about Backline. Check him out, backlinefabrication.com. Brian Newland out of Austin, Texas. And welcoming our newest member of the family. This one's mine. Stay away from it. I'm all over it. Stole it from me last week. I got my own. Magna Chef Gloves. Let's go. Our brother Al Infante from Magna Chef knows a little bit of something about heat protection and fire protection. Yep. He's a Miami Dade firefighter. Mm-hmm. Came up with these. These are the best gloves I've ever owned. Yep. And the best gloves you will ever own. The thought of these is incredible. The magnet. Mm-hmm. Catch, easy, on and off, doesn't go anywhere, just hangs around, perfect. Just you want to get cute, you do a little swivel and whoop right back in. Yeah, yeah. Boom, back on, mm-hmm. done. Unbelievable, made of food grade silicone, patented magnetic clips, easy on and off, heat rated up to five hundred. Degree, which we've we've we done can more. sit there and juggle lump charcoal, which was more and than not hit, hit anything. Yeah, web fit for the firm grip, mm-hmm. one size fits all, dishwasher safe, but more importantly, made in made right here in America in the USA. America. Multiple colors as well. Multiple colors: black, red, blue, orange, and bedroom green. I'm just gonna say this: <laughs> most comfortable. Green. I'm not just saying this. Most comfortable pair of gloves in this class of, 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 in style of glove. I haven't yet had a pair of these that I'm comfortable enough wrapping a brisket with, the, the, with these still on. Yeah, you actually wrapped the other day actually with them Actually wrapped them with the other day with them on rather than having to go to the latex glove or the, the, the nitrile gloves. These are thin enough and, and snug enough uh, where you can still feel the meat and get a good tight wrap on the brisket. Hey, that's if you wrap your briskets because not everybody does. As I guess we'll talk about but. today, maybe. C-Mac says tested up to 7,000 degrees. C-Mac, what's maybe? up, dude? Ah, 7,000 degrees, stop. <laughs> what's up, K? You're but yeah, Magna Chief. Chef Gloves, check them out. MagnaChef.com. Yep. Get yourself up here. And that's, or two. That's, a, that's Magna with an E, not an A. M-A-G-N-E. Magna. Magna. Links are in the description. If I think it's fresh. so nice. Magna. Put that next to the blue one there. I will do that kind, sir. Now. Anyway. Are you ready to get in what you call the brass tax? Yes, sir. I came on Facebook a couple weeks ago. Yep. And in the feed, something mm-hmm. popped up to call my attention. Mm-hmm. So I was looking and I'm like, this is cool. Now, I never heard of them before. Right. And obviously, barbecue podcasts, I listen to, you listen to a whole array mm-hmm. And I've never heard anybody mention them. So I had reached out. I believe it actually was New Year's Eve. And uh, we booked it all done right right then and there. And we're good to go. I am so excited. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chef Mike Erickson 
from the National High School Barbecue Association. Association. Woo. What's up, Mike? How's it going, Chef? How are you guys? Fantastic, Fantastic sir. Fantastic. Thank you so much for taking some time out to, uh, to join us. Well, I don't miss the weather, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do that for about nine years, and that's one of the reasons I had to leave was shoveling snow every day. Uh, I mean, you guys are stronger men than I am. It's a good workout, Mike. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> shoveling coals is a lot more fun than shoveling snow. Amen. I, 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 that's <laughs> true. True that. True if, that. If, you, if, you can, <laughs> if you can choose. Right? <laughs> oh, man. So, Mike. Tell us a little bit about you. You are a chef, and, you know, let's go your culinary background first. Well, I, I ended up in New England uh, on a whim. I say I worked at Disney World, but I followed an Italian girl up to Torrington, Connecticut, and she was, you know, didn't work out, obviously, but I went to culinary school in Hyde Park, New York, at CIA, and then I ended up in Rhode Island, uh, where I went to culinary school and got my bachelor's at Johnson & Wales, and... Uh, Worked at Potiphar and worked for the Italian mafia that naive didn't think the mafia existed, but it does exist in Rhode Island. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I for, uh, Federal Hill. That's off of Federal Hill, you know? That area. <laughs> I digress. Uh, and then ended up working in Boston. At uh, I worked out, out at uh, Sal and Vinny Steakhouse outside of Copley uh, uh, Football Stadium there and then worked at Boston uh, and then ended up back home uh, – came home my mom got cancer while i was in, in school and uh ended up coming back here but uh, i've been teaching i i worked in the industry for 22 years everything from front of the house bartender waiter chef opened 10 restaurants in the austin area and then got into education by accident uh, i taught college culinary arts at uh, a community college austin community college here in central texas and then at la cordon bleu which is a uh, it was a culinary school, national culinary school for a while, and then uh, got into high school culinary arts and didn't realize they had these. Uh, and I've been teaching high school culinary arts for going on 10 years now uh, and love working with the kids and love, uh, you know, just inspiring them to go in the industry and also teaching them how to cook, which is where the barbecue thing kind of, it falls into my wheelhouse. And uh, I've got a welding shop right across from my classroom where high school barbecue started in Texas and, and Burnett High School. And uh, a welding instructor was making these barbecue pits very similar to what your uh, sponsor backline does. And mm -hmm. these kids are making those pits in school and they weren't cooking on them. And I was like, man, we need to start a barbecue competition. And we did. And six years later, it's gone all over Texas. It's got you know, teams all over Texas, it's gone. Uh, we had Missouri win the, the world championship just about a month and a half ago in uh, Dallas, Texas, uh, a school in Missouri. And then last year, a school from uh, Oaklawn, Illinois, uh, outside of Chicago, won national championship during uh, COVID. So uh, we've got a national championship that's coming up and uh, teams forming all over the country and been trying to bring it up to the New England area because Johnson and Wales is an alumni and Yep. There's a teacher up at Minuteman High School outside of Boston that's yep. been uh, expressing some interest. And, I mean, you guys can cook up there just like anywhere in the country. And, you know, in the end, we're trying to inspire kids and get kids connected to adult pitmasters and adult backyard cooks and a lot of male role models out there that could really – they could use them at the high school level with kids today that get men in the high school coaching and mentoring and, and working with kids and uh, – that'll it be, just worked for me. It was all God just kind of putting it on my heart. And 
I've just followed and done what he's told me to do and just kept cooking and it just keeps growing. So I appreciate you guys giving me the time and, uh, you know, anxious to see how we can get it up there in the New England area. Cause, uh, we we're trying to get teams from all over the country. And oh, heck yeah, that'd be amazing. And the, the, the Minuteman high school that you, you speak of is in the town next to where I grew up. Yes. That's in Lexington. I grew up in Burlington. And you grew up the in next Wolverine. town over. Actually, we kind of, it's like it, a triangle. It's like a triangle from where John, myself, <laughs> and where this high school is of where we grew up. It would be amazing. I, I couldn't imagine having barbecue here. I mean, back then, who knew? We probably wouldn't even have taken it because we I played think, it. See, I, was, I was thinking about Me that too. today if I would have taken, you know jumped in on it i think right. i would have because back then i was i was into grilling anything other than doing the, actual you know work i would have been rather <laughs> cooking i'd taken spanish to get out of regular regular classes you know what i mean so i would have probably taken it just to get out for that reason yeah. but i was i was well, into the grilling so i think i would have definitely checked it out to see what it was all about but, but texas is, is, is uh, barbecue in texas is, is i feel has always been a way of life uh, oh, for, for 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 Texans, for people from the South in, in general, where it really hasn't grilling. Yes, we've tailgated, right? We, oh yeah, we know how to throw a good tailgate. Oh yeah, we're great hot and fast, hot. Uh, you know, you know, sausages, steak tips. You know that that type of thing. We make obviously great Italian food up here, but still, you know, we've always been in the hot and fast game. Mm-hmm. But would we have been in the low and slow game back then? Today, you have. Instagram, YouTube, you have all these videos, and I think kids are getting into this younger, where we were all like 35 plus when we got into barbecue. Oh, yeah. It was either either like you get into history or you get into barbecue after 35, right? I got into both. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. So, that Mike, that would be incredible. If there's any way we can help to try to facilitate getting that happen. One of my best friends grew up um, and still lives in Lexington. Well, and it's funny you guys say that, but, you know, obviously being a national organization, barbecue in different parts of the country are different to different people. And we actually designed our our association so that it's not just low and slow. Uh, Most of it's hot and fast. And we have a a grilling category. We do a New York strip uh, steak. Uh, We do a mystery category every year, which is burgers. And, you know, in the the end, we're going to add buffalo wings and all kinds of stuff in there because... We don't want it to just be about Texas barbecue and low and slow. We want this to be an option. And the reason I started is I'm still in the classroom for exactly what you said. I got kids that don't want to learn, but they don't realize everything they're learning when they're outside cooking on a grill and they're learning teamwork and collaboration and and thinking about how they're going to put their rubs on and fire management and responsibility and fellowship. And Mm -hmm. man, school today is I'll say it. I'm a teacher. There's a lot of things about school today that are boring uh, because it's all about book work. And there's a lot of kids out there that don't learn that way. I'm one of they them. They, yeah, they don't learn and they don't want to be test takers. They want to do it hands on. Yep. And, you know, uh, I give a big shout out because I've been an FCS teacher and, and uh, it's family consumer sciences. It used to be home ec or vocational education. A lot of kids today don't know how to cook. They don't know how to change a tire. They don't know how to manage a checkbook. They don't know how to sew on a button. There's a lot of things in school that you need to learn at a young age that aren't about taking a test. Uh, And being able to get kids outside where everything we we do today is turning to computers, 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 cell phones, technology, gaming, all that stuff. And that's all great. 
but this is one time where the kids learn a life skill where they can get outside and that life skill will be able to support their families or their community for the rest, as long as they're alive. And, you know, just recently the tornadoes that happened in Kentucky and Missouri and all over, and you guys have natural disasters up there and normally different, different kinds. And, you know, it's a way for them to serve as well. When they, they know how to barbecue, they can go out and they can serve their community. If there's a natural disaster, if there's, you know, I did it with my, my buddies and two other culinary teachers when Hurricane Katrina happened in, in Houston area. And we went down to Rockport, Texas, and there was nothing there. I mean, it was devastated. But there was guys down there with pits cooking and smoking, and they're cooking hot dogs and sausage and, and, and fajitas and you name it. But at the end of the, end of the day, we want kids to get excited. And this is a way not only to get kids engaged, but it also can be a fundraising vehicle to raise a lot of money for a school district or it can can support an athletic program. You know, every, you know, I know hockey and, and, and uh, football is big up there as well. But, you know, Friday nights when they're playing football or they're playing basketball, there can be someone cooking buffalo wings or uh, serving sausage wraps or whatever. And it, it allows them to make money with their new skills. So there's a lot of ways this ties into education. And it's not just about teaching. It's also about I started it to fundraise school districts can't afford a lot of meat to cook with. So this gives us a reason to get local butchers and local grocery stores and local community members engaged to say, look, we'll learn how to cook it and we'll cater for you. We'll do, do whatever you need. You just buy the meat. Uh, and then guys like you, you guys get, you got everything you need to go out there and coach a team, mentor a team. And I'm going to challenge you here live on your show that you need to go back to your high school and, and get a team together and come to the national championship because if Missouri and Illinois can win it, any any state or any any team in the country, and I know we've got some some guys out there in the Florida area that it's getting started and in Georgia and Indiana, uh, it would be probably in 14 or 15 states right now if it wasn't for COVID, but obviously mm-hmm. COVID shut down education pretty badly. And these kids need to get outside. They need to get out and have some fun and eat some meat and get together with their community and their grandparents and their aunts and uncles and family. And uh, that's what barbecue and tailgate is all about. You know, uh, we call it brisket in Texas, but in the rest of the country, it's live fire. It's grilling. It's smoking. It's it's really about community. And that's the thing that's cool about it is, you know, it brings people together. Um, 100 percent agree. And um Everyone's favorite uncle and one of our oh sponsors of our show, Uncle Steve, says he. Um, how might an up and coming seasoning company donate a few cases <coughs> of competition seasoning to a group or school? Basically, you just got to reach out to the school district, and they've got to have an instructor on campus that's willing to sponsor a team. And then you could sponsor that team. I mean, there's there's grilling companies and spice companies all over Texas, and now it's happening in Missouri where they're getting involved because they want to promote their brand. And there's nothing wrong with that. We want we want to promote barbecue and and all the different things that are going out there. We just ask you give us give them to us for four years, ninth through twelfth grade. And really, we're starting middle school teams. We got two middle school teams now, uh, and then they graduate and they go out and they. they maybe consumers and buy your product. We really do consumer marketing. So if he wanted to get a team started, look in your local backyard. Uh, there's an FCS teacher or a culinary teacher or a, a food science teacher, or a, 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 they call it FFA. 
uh, a welding or ag mechanics uh, or machining mm-hmm. teacher, they may want to get a team started. In a lot of places, it's called a club. So you could get a club started and you be the sponsor where they'll put your spices on their food. They may put your, your logo on their shirts and you get to go out there and mentor kids. And that's what it's about is we want to bring mm-hmm. adults like you and adults like that are listening on this podcast to your local host high school, which you may not have been back to in 20 some odd years, depending on how old you are and go back and mentor some kids, show the kids what you know how to do. And it leads to all kinds of other things. We've had kids that, find out that you're a firefighter or you're an engineer or you're a lawyer or whatever it is you do that you can now show, share your career with them and not just barbecue. Uh, And it really gives them an adult male to to speak with. And it also helps our school districts out getting adult role models on campus. And then a lot of our teachers are females and they may not necessarily do the barbecue or the grilling. Although I know some, some ladies that can cook me under the table. We had a, a gal here in Texas, she cooked by herself and, she called herself the jalapeno hottie and she won the state championship cooking against teams of five boys and kick their butts. I mean, just oh, wow. cook that's, that's so cool. So yeah. that's the cool thing about barbecue is it yep. crosses all socioeconomic boundaries. You can be rich, you can be poor, you can be female or male. It doesn't matter what your religion mm-hmm. is. It doesn't matter what your gender is. You can get out there and have fun. And that's what high school should be about. It should be about kids having fun and not about all this other stuff that's happening in our world today and you guys are at least you know maybe a little younger than i am i'm 52 but you know when we were in high school we had all kinds of friends you know we had all kinds of stuff we did a lot of stuff outdoors and i mean in, in texas we had shotguns in the back of our pickup trucks uh <laughs> going to school and today is a different world and these kids need to be able to have experiences at a young age and have fun yeah. you know and school is not all about tests and it's not all about certification it's about kids being kids, and yeah. this is one way out of a, a school year that they can have, and that's what athletics is for a lot of kids, playing football or lacrosse or basketball or you know being on the dance or the drill team. High school is not about t- just about grades and tests. It's about building kids up and, and inspiring kids to become good citizens and, and get out there and, and become something and do something with their lives, and, and that's the cool part about barbecue is They'll use it for the rest of their lives. You don't ever know when a kid that learns how to cook in your community that 10 years later, they become a firefighter or whatever they do with their, their life. Now they can use that to serve their community in times of need or fundraise like a lot of the barbecue adult community does. They go around and they do charity, charity cook-offs all over the place for different causes. We just want them to start doing charity cook-offs for high schools and for kids. Nice, nice. Yeah, because yeah, that was one of the questions you, you had already answered it. Of, you know, how do you get the funding from the school board, school district to, you know, buy the meat itself, you know, especially nowadays with the meat costs, you know, all over the place, you know, (laughs) you know, I hear, you know, my brother's a teacher and, you know, he says, you know, I... I can't even get notebooks in, (laughs) never mind someone coming up, hey, I I need a case of brisket, (laughs) you know, it's... So it's it's little events here and there, uh, like a local church thing, or to to raise funds in order to get the products and tools you guys need. Well, part of it, I mean, I started it for that very reason. I didn't have the <clears throat> funds to cook meat in class. I was cooking, and most teachers across the country, they may be cooking chicken, 
and chicken and chicken, or if they've got a bigger budget, they might cook hamburger and some other things, but they weren't cooking briskets. They weren't cooking New York strips and stuff. Yeah. So the organization was started to be able to let schools use this as a vehicle to fundraise. So let's say your, your local high school, you guys, you, you live, went to, or live between, they hosted a state championship for the whole state and kids want to go and compete and cook the battle. Well, the battle yeah, green, battle green festival, right? It's Talking yeah, about, it's yeah. like that. And in the end, educators right now are looking for what works. And any educator that say that they have these kids figured out, they're not telling you the truth. It's a different world, and getting kids engaged today, it takes innovative solutions. And this has worked. It's gotten our school district. It's got kids engaged in the school. It's gotten us the ability to reach out and get. I mean, I've got a $14,000 race car, Jambo-style trailer offset smoker pit uh, that was donated, and it was paid for by the community because they want to see the kids learn, but they also know that it serves not just my class, it serves the whole campus. you got coaches that got to feed uh, athletics departments during the season. you got a band that has to be fed. You've got different fall of events or festivals on campus that they've got to feed people or do fundraising for. So it really becomes a district asset that just like a school bus uh, right now, food trucks have been pretty hot over the last five years across the country for, you know, starting a food truck on a high school campus. Well, barbecue is no different. The, the, the difference is you don't have to have an engine. Uh, and I would steer a, away from food trucks because it's, if, if the engine breaks, you're stuck. With a, yep. with a barbecue pit, you can hook it up to another truck, and you can go and and fundraise anywhere you need to. As and long as as long as that engine doesn't break. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Either way, you're dealing with an engine, right? <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> but no, I, that I, I'm, I'm a pop up. That's what I you know my side gig is a barbecue catering company, and I've been tussling with the idea of of do I graduate to a food truck or do I stay a pop up. I can seem to sneak well, into I can sneak in places. Need one. <laughs> What's that? In Texas, we can get away with not having a food uh, enclosure, but certain parts of the country, you got to have you know something to keep the elements away and, right. and cook under all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. you know, in the end, you could. I mean, there's a school yeah. that's looking at right now putting a barbecue pit into an old school bus. Uh, you can do it and have it enclosed. A lot of the competition rigs, obviously, you guys have done competition you've seen the the offset smokers on the tail end of a toy hauler or an yep. rv yep yep you know stuff like that and that's the cool thing when i started we had no equipment it was our local community that brought out all of the pits and all the equipment and loaned it to us to use and that's the thing there's toy haulers and there's competition guys all over the country that have that equipment sitting in an rv park or in their garage or on their property that it's collected dust when they're not cooking on it or traveling it's nothing for them to take it up to a high school for a day or a couple of days and mentor some kids. And we've had schools that let the kids use their equipment. Uh, we've had schools and uh, businesses that have donated old uh, smokers and old food trucks that they don't want anymore because they're getting an upgrade. And now they give it to the local community high school. Now those kids have something to cook on. Amazing. I mean, at the end of the day, it was a way for me to engage our community and get investors and businesses to say, look, here's a way that I can get involved. And you say barbecue around adults in Texas, 
you got all kinds of people lined up going, I want to judge. How can I get involved? Yeah, right, and you right. need tailgating in your part of the country. I'm sure it's the same way. You know, there's a lot of adults that want to get involved and help out kids. They just don't know how. And it's very easy. You walk into a school district and you say, look, I want to teach some kids. And if they've got a welding class or they got a, a food class or a, a culinary arts class, you connect with that teacher. And I guarantee you that teacher is going to go, when do you want to come? Let's yeah. set up a schedule just like you guys reached out to me across the internet and said, hey, we'd like to have you on our show. It's not rocket science. It's very easy, but you gotta you gotta take the work and say, hey, look, I wanna I wanna work with some kids. The only thing is you you're probably gonna have to go through a background check yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is and that's part of high school today. Yep, you'll yep. you go in and you'll get your badge and your, your ID swiped. And at the end of the day, the school district will probably even pay for some of the things to help. And once they see kids getting excited, that's where the light bulb goes off. Mm -hmm. And as an educator, you got to get kids excited first before you can teach them. You got to build a relationship with them. You got to get in there and you got to have fun with them. And then they get to learn all the other life lessons that you're willing to teach them and share with them. And in a lot of cases, we've got adults in Texas now that are mentoring teams and they're going on their third and fourth year. And it's like boys and girls club or any other, you know, civic relationship. You can go out there and mentor kids just for a couple hours a week and share your passion with them, which is live fire cooking or barbecuing or tailgating. Oh, that's awesome. Kent, background check. Greg is out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kent. Wow. Love He's got to bring it back down to the normal <laughs> level. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, I got to put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> you know, I, I know a good good friend of ours, Chef Johnny Stewart, he um, – he teaches at the high school level and at the college level down in Lytle, Texas. And he he did his curriculum into some barbecue stuff also. So he literally had built himself a couple drums that to to leave at the school and the kids will cook or he'll come in early, get something going on it for whatever class they're using. But you know, he's incorporated that into his stuff down there. Which is fantastic, but like you said, with with the kids now, is it a? Um, you know, I was trying to explain it to people. Is it the, like scholarships involved? Is there a barbecue sex thing at a college level? Because because I know a, a friend of mine, his son is on a high school bass fishing team down in Georgia. Yep, and. He is getting offers Scholarship, from right. Texas A&M, Alabama, to go to those, you know, Division I-A schools, if you will, big-name universities mm -hmm. on a bass fishing scholarship, which, awesome. which, is, which is wild, and you never think about it, because mm -hmm. everyone goes, what? Now, in your knowledge, is there stuff at a college level for this, or is this one of the a goal of the organization to somewhat bring it to another level. Well, that's our end goal. And that's kind of where my, my brain just blew up. We've got high school bass fishing. We've got high school skeet shooting or clay shooting. We've got high school rodeo and we don't teach any of that in schools across rodeo. America, yep. but it keeps kids in schools. And there's a lot of drones being built right now in Texas as well. But yeah, I, I, we've got a partnership with Sullivan University in Kentucky, and we're trying to get them to start a college team. Uh, and I mean, that's the next level is getting colleges to do this because I mean, 
where I went to culinary school, both those schools, they could have a barbecue team at Johnson and Wales or CIA. Oh yeah. Uh, most community colleges anywhere in the United States could have a, a college level barbecue team. And imagine if you're a kid and you're on the barbecue team in high school and you can go do it in college. Why wouldn't you? Not to mention the fun you're going to have mm-hmm. at college tailgating or whatever. Oh, absolutely. The friends you're going to meet. Connections with friends. I own college, college uh, barbecue league.com also. And that's kind of, our end goal is to see if we can get some colleges across the country to do this so we can send these kids to the next level. And it may take 10 years, but high school bass fishing is given full scholarships to kids to fish. Yeah. That just blows my mind. And we've got schools all over the country. Texas A&M is probably one of the, the most well-known ones. They've got a thing called Camp Brisket, and they do yep, some pretty that. Or, uh, barbecue classes with kids on the college level. Uh, Texas Tech tough, yeah. University, mm-hmm. Red Raider Meats, uh, they do a cooking competition with KCBS, and they've held some high school barbecue events. They were holding an event for us this year as as well. Uh, so, and it's out there. And you think of any college campus anywhere in the United States, they're tailgating every football season. Yep. And then you go to the professional level. I mean, I worked outside of Foxville <coughs> Stadium. Yeah. New England, they tailgate like no other. Oh, yeah. You know? Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I was part of that group for many years. It's yep. part of our culture, yeah. you know, and that's that's cool about it is if we can create it and it benefits kids and we can encourage kids and mentor kids and they can also get scholarship money to follow their passion, man, that's a win in today's, today's day. You know, there's a lot of kids out there that don't have dads uh, that need mentorship and they need uh, adult role, role models and barbecue is a place for everybody to come together. And that's why our tagline is education barbecue and family because I, I believe that's what it does is it brings people together come eat our homework <laughs> i've seen that somewhere on your facebook like, yep come, come eat, eat our home. yeah a couple come. slogans you know you have the come. come eat our homework yeah making homework fun again and um could you tell us a little bit about the project-based barbecue well in education project-based learning is is a teaching methodology it's a style so it's it's basically hands-on or experiential learning where kids have to do a project, and then at the end of that project, they present it to their either their school or their community or adult leaders in the community. Uh, and it's really about hands-on learning and them being able to learn about something. So you know, we are, and I got to knock on, uh, I got to promote my kids in my school real quick. We wanted an event last year that was a national event with NASA. And this last Christmas, our food went to the International Space Station. And the kids spent a year learning about how do you prepare food to go to space. Uh, And it was all in the classroom. And they ended up uh, getting presented a bunch of – three of them got full-ride scholarships. And their food went to the International Space Station. And they got to go to uh, all sorts of conferences. It's basically a way of teaching kids to lead them to explore a subject matter. And in this case, it's barbecue. They're exploring what is barbecue, uh, the chemistry behind it, the science behind it, the fuel, the fire management. How do you pick a rub? How do you make a rub? Uh, the meat science behind it. What's the difference between cuts and what cuts do you do low and slow? What cuts do you do hot and fast? Uh, what kind of equipment do you buy? You know, right now, a lot of schools are, are building ugly drums because they're easy. And because any school in the country, you go out and find a, a used drum, you can buy them here in Texas for 10 bucks and t- turn a smoker into a barrel. I've seen guys t- turn 
you know, old refrigerators and uh, what do you call them? Uh, file cabinets. Yeah, a, a friend of mine just did a file cabinet. <laughs> yeah, and that's the cool thing is letting kids wherever you are in the country take recycled materials and build a smoker yourself. Well, name all the things you're going to learn there. You're going to learn geometry. You're going to learn construction. You're going to learn how to use power tools. You're going to learn about how to, to do that. That's a process. And in the end, we're trying to get kids today to learn how to learn, learn how to think. Too many kids today are, are growing up in a generation where all they do is fill in bubble sheets and take tests. Mm-hmm. And it's we call it multiple guess. You know, they need to learn how to think. And barbecue teaches kids how to think. And the biggest lesson is failure. You know, when you right. screw up meat, mm-hmm. you screw up a brisket or a, mm-hmm. a ribeye for the first time or a rack of ribs you don't want to and do it that tastes again. crap. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You're motivated to learn how to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. So, you know, and, and space barbecue is just play on words. Barbecue and space, they go well together. Barbecue and space. Because a properly cooked brisket does look like a meteorite. It just fell from the sky. True. <laughs> does it True. not? <laughs> I mean, it really does. I'll give you that. Look I'll at, give you that. Look at my last posting I put about that one. <laughs> I love when a meteorite falls from the sky and lands on my cutting Boom. board. <laughs> Bang. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So, Mike, um, I know I know. Before a while back, actually, we got to get in touch with him to have him back on. But uh, Steve Jimenez, who runs the Kids Q Nation, do you guys yep. do any work with them at all? Because you know uh, they're the a younger group coming into high school. When I first got this started, I reached out to Steve, and and I I don't know Steve well, but I've met him several times, and obviously he knows a lot of friends and a lot of people I know. Uh, and I I actually came up and spoke uh, with someone from uh, New England, Kathy. She's up in the New Hampshire, I want to say New Hampshire area. She's a female pit master up there. She's got some sons that are autistic and just an amazing lady. And she came and spoke on Kids Q, the younger kids. And I spoke on the high school level. And, you know, at the end of the day, Steve's been building this all over the country. I think he's got stuff in Australia now and uh, and building it. We all have the same mission. You know, Uh, he's doing his thing. And I, I respect what he's doing because he's built it. He's probably been doing it longer than I have. But my focus was from a teacher's perspective, and, and uh-huh. I just want to teach high school kids. You know, I don't want to have anything to do with the younger kids and the rodeos do kids' cues, and they do uh, pork chop and steak cook-offs, and that's great. Hopefully some of those kids will eventually win a full scholarship to go to school as part of our organization. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the end, we're all working towards the same goal. We're trying to get kids engaged and inspired. Uh, and there's several other groups out there right now. There's one in South Texas called, I think it's Junior Junior Pitmasters of America. Uh, there's one in Memphis now that Melissa Cookston started up called uh, Nice uh, Junior World Junior Barbecue League or something. And ironically, she came down to Texas and judged our event. And she basically doesn't even mention that she came to our high school and was judging our event. And she referred to us as some small town in Texas, and she didn't even want to come except the Food Net- Networker made her, and she basically uh, was doing a favor for Pitmaster or whatnot. And I don't know her real well, uh, but everything she's doing now, she learned from us. We were doing it for five years before she even started her thing, yeah. and she may have bigger sponsors and blow it up, and that's great. 
because that's just going to serve more kids. Uh, but in the end, I don't want to be enemies with anybody and I don't want to not work with anybody. I've reached out to everybody. I reached out to KCBS uh, and they weren't willing to work with us and, and basically uh, did. They wanted us to be exclusive. I don't want to be exclusive with anybody. I want this to impact as many kids and as many schools anywhere in the country that wants to be a part of it. And I don't want it to be c- controlled by big government or big business. I want kids to be able, I want it to be controlled by education and teachers. So they, they, they do it every day. Teachers, they, and I've been teaching for 20 years. Teachers don't get enough respect for what they do every day in the classroom. Uh, they are molding and changing lives and they're creating the next generation of kids and they need support. And I want hopefully barbecue to support high schools and education. Uh, and if they don't want to do that, then they can always cook on the weekend at any fair rodeo anywhere in the United States. And that's out there. And it's always going to be out there. But I want it to be about educating kids and, and bringing these people and sponsors and partners and businesses to our school districts because our schools need it more now than ever. For the last two years, what they've been through, uh, and they've been attacked uh, in all different ways uh, from every different direction. They get attacked by parents. They get attacked by uh, administration. They get attacked by politicians, teachers in the classroom doing the dirty work every single day to try to get kids inspired and get them to be better citizens and, and get them to be good kids and barbecue is a vehicle to bring kids together to have fun and there's no agenda and there's no politics and there's no corporate entity that's trying to drive the messaging or whatever the whatever uh agenda is in, in that instance it's about kids being kids and being young and having fun and i grew up when that happened and today it seems everything's about politics and everything else about, but making sure kids are okay and making sure kids are having fun and learning. Uh, and, and that's why I started it. I want kids to have fun when they're in school. My own daughter's a senior right now and she's been world champion once and reserve champion uh, just this last November. They lost to the team from Missouri and I've seen it change my own kid's life. Uh, and I want her to stay young and enjoy her, her, youth as long as possible because the world sucks out there for a lot of young adults and when they get out of high school and you know high school is a time for them to have fun and to to find out who they are and to grow and to learn not to be indoctrinated or to basically be uh politicized or whatever else is happening in the world and there's a lot of that happening all over the place and i don't normally get into politics and i don't want to have anything to do with it and that's why I've, i've said I don't want that near, near our kids, and I don't want it near our organization. I want it to be about barbecue and kids learning and being kids. That's awesome. <clears throat> and it is, like I said, this was when I had seen it, I'm like, oh, I need to talk to you. In, from, you know, and, you know, thank you for taking the time to join us again. And, you know, you're, you're really doing God's work down there. And all over the country for that matter. And, you know, my hat's off to you. 100%. And, he, you know, here's to uh, more spreading, especially up here. That'll be that'll be awesome. And, you know, you definitely are inspiring, not just a lot of, you know, kids out there, but also I think a lot of adults too. I mean, I've seen in here a handful of times already that you've given so many of our listeners ideas. Yeah. You know, like so many ideas, the gears are turning. You know, I think that... <clears throat> you know, we have a lot of talented cooks out there that are listening, that listen to our podcasts all the time, and maybe uh, you've inspired some of, of these guys, including myself, to um, think of 
ways of innovative ways to use that skill uh, to raise money for the local communities in, in schools. So thank you for that. It's awesome. Well, thank you guys, because mm-hmm. if you didn't give us the platform, I mean, I, I'm nobody special, you know, I, I'm just doing what it's put on my heart. That's the bottom line, but you guys do it all the time. And if somebody doesn't stand up for our kids, then nobody else is going to do it. And right now, there's a lot of great teachers all over the country that are quitting and leaving education. It's not because they don't love kids. It's not because they don't love teaching. It's because they're tired of all the other stuff that adults bring to the table. And you and I, are we probably grew up at the same time. It's like it was a different time. And I think barbecue is a way for we can give kids an opportunity to have fun. And there's a lot of kids out there that have never been on a team ever that barbecue is their team barbecue is their family uh and that's something that you know however this inspires somebody that's awesome you know steve is out there he's doing awesome stuff he's inspiring people all over the place i have no doubt Melissa's is going to inspire people because she's got all the money in the world to do it uh but in the end i just wanted to see it become a sport and it is you know mike mcleod out there with world food championship he's been making f- food sport even more and more popular every year we've had kids compete with him for two years and as I said, my own daughter's won it uh, twice at two different levels. So it changes kids' lives. And it sounds cliche and it sounds stupid. And obviously, I'm a Texan and people are saying, oh, yeah, right. He's a Texan. Barbecue is part of their culture. It's not a Texas thing. This is an American thing. Mm-hmm. This is, And that's why our logo is, is basically the American flag. Right. Every one of our logos for every state association is an American flag because we're all Americans. It doesn't matter what state you are in the country. It doesn't matter what you know, you guys got a lot of, uh, I'm, I'm Baptist here in Texas. You got a lot of Catholics up there. You got a lot of Jewish folks up there. It doesn't matter what your religion is. We're Americans, you know, and coming together as family, it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what your race is. Barbecue brings people together and kids need that today. They need to see that adults can go and cook and have fun and love each other and get together and do stuff for their, their, their school. You know, and I'm actually hosting the first event, ironically, at my high school where I went. I haven't been back in 25 years, and we're going to have some adult cook-off teams there. And uh, it makes me makes me pretty proud to be able to give back just a little bit because, as I said, nobody's special. Uh, there's a lot of better cooks out there. I'm not even a pit master. I'm a chef first. I learned about car- competition barbecue five years ago, and I've learned more from some of the adult pit masters out there that, are, that have mentored me in classes I've taken with them. Uh, but I know that God put this on my heart for a reason, and I know that it impacts kids. And we're seeing it grow all over the country, and it's going to keep growing. And eventually, someday, you and I will be on the same show again, and we'll be able to say, yeah, remember when we said that a kid could get a college scholarship to go to barbecue? Wouldn't and that school? be something? <laughs> there it is. It happened. You guys called it, and I in, in 10 years, I guarantee you that's going to happen, that there'll be a kid out there that's getting a scholarship to go to Johnson Wales or one of these schools to barbecue. And I was just talking to the guys at Sullivan. They've got, uh, he called himself the barbecue scientist. Uh, he was a graduate of Sullivan and he's one of the top YouTube guys out there right now doing some really cool stuff. And he was a, a, a biologist or a scientist before he started co- cooking. I think his name's Jeremy Yoder. Mm-hmm. He's from Utah, Utah. Yeah. And the guy is brilliant. I mean, incredible mind. And he understands how to teach barbecue. Uh, And he's even taking some classes. And I think he's cooking on an Aaron Franklin pit. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it takes everybody, it takes a village. 
you know, and today we can inspire kids through food and barbecue. That's what I've been, I mean, I, and I forgot to mention, man, every time I speak, I got to give thanks to the farmers and ranchers all over this world and in the United States that are raising the food that we get to cook. Mm -hmm. Cause if it wasn't for those guys, we wouldn't be barbecuing. I wouldn't be cooking and teaching about food. Uh, and there's a lot of ranchers and farmers out there that don't get enough credit. And without them, none of us have life. You know, they, they feed us, they feed our families every single day and they don't get a lot of credit. Just like teachers don't get a lot of credit. Amen. Amen, Amen, brother. Well, well Mike, we, wrap- we are up against it, but like I said, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us and talk about your organization. This was a wonderful conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, for anybody out there, how can they get in touch with you? Facebook, Instagram, uh, a web page for the High Association. School Association. Yep. Uh, HSBBQ l.com or high school barbecue league.com and we've got a high school barbecue association in every state in the united states and we can set you up and you can basically host a state championship anywhere in america that would come to our national championship and all we want to do is all the money goes back to the local schools whoever hosts it they get the money we just want to inspire kids and get this out there so kids get a chance so Thank you guys for what you do and your love of barbecue. And thanks for having me on the show. And God bless you and your families. And stay, stay, stay warm. We're gonna try, Mike. Thanks, That's Mike. Great. Take care. Awesome. That was that was a great, awesome, great, awesome great guest. I mean, phenomenal thing that they're doing. He's doing. Yeah, definitely. It's you know, if you know, I see see the chat going by. You know, man, if we, if, we, if we had this when when I was in school, you know, and so I forget who said it. <sighs> Think about. If you had that start, like you had said, we were we were in our mid thirties when we all started. Imagine getting your, your start with a curriculum mm-hmm. and someone teaching you how to do it at sixteen, mm-hmm. fifteen, whatever high school starts at now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That it's a fifteen year difference, fifteen twenty year jump start mm-hmm. from when we started. Yep, unbelievable. I'm seeing awesome. a. Uh, Pit Life Barbecue, <laughs> New England Pit Master, co-branded Ooh. high school barbecue competition. I, have, I might have the guy to talk to. Too. Local to the Boston area. I might have a guy to talk to as well. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good stuff, dude. Well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. Yes. Find us on all our social medias listed down below. Questions or comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. button. So we're back. We're back in the saddle. We got the crew together. Chrissy's back. Y'all Yo, back. I'm back. Hands back together. We'll be back until next week, and I'm out and off again. That's week. Okay. Because I'm going to Florida, but oh, that's what's, right. What do we that's got? Right. What's going on next week? Anything going? On? Um, I'm waiting to hear back, but it. Uh, I'm hoping it might get a little spicy in here. Okay. Next week, haven't confirmed yet. Okay, but we're working. Let's on. see. Well, we'll see. Until next week, keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.